This is the One Thing Podcast, where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. I'm your host, Jeff Woods. Have you ever looked up at the end of the day knowing you were really busy, but you genuinely questioned what you got done? We've all been there. And if that's happened to you, that's a reflection of you spending your time. Spending it with no expectation of a return. And we say that with genuine humility and zero judgment because we've all been there. The opportunity, however, is to start investing our time, to view it like it's our most valuable resource, to invest it and expect a return, both personally and professionally. The challenge is most people go through their days bouncing from email to meetings to saying yes if somebody asks if you've got a minute. Yet there is a better way to go through your day. It's called time blocking. Time blocking is the idea of scheduling time with yourself to do whatever you deem to be most important. And while most of you have heard of the idea of time blocking and have time blocked, you also know how challenging it can be to protect your time blocks. That's the purpose of today's episode. Today, we're inviting you to peek behind the curtain on what it's like when you're a member of our Living Your One Thing community. This is our training community. We have thousands of people from around the globe where we help them get clarity in their one thing, turn that into a power habit that sticks, and learn how to actually time block so their calendar reflects their most important priorities. We talk about the value of belonging to a community that supports your goals on this podcast a lot. But many of you may not really understand just how extensive the support is that we provide. In today's episode, we hope to bring more clarity on how we do that by sharing a conversation we had with one of our members. Each week, we hold several community workshops where individual members can raise their hands and share the area they're struggling most, whether it's identifying their one thing, protecting their time blocks, getting clarity on their priorities, getting the business plan in place for the next year. What that provides us the opportunity to do is to work with them one-on-one in a group setting where we can spotlight that person and have other community members joining in so that we can figure out how do we solve this problem for everyone in attendance. The conversation you are going to hear today is an example of this. The person you are going to meet is a member of the community and he raised his hand saying, hey, I've identified what my priorities are. I've time blocked those priorities, but I really struggle to protect the time blocks. We did a community workshop. We had lots of other people that were there and we facilitated this as a true workshop. And you as a listener of the show are going to get to go through that right now. Unlike other episodes where you listen to the content and you identify one thing you can put into action, what we're going to encourage you to do with this episode is to treat it like a workshop. When we ask questions to this person, we're also asking them to you. Play along. Ask yourself the questions. Search for the answers. If you do that, you will come out of this episode with tactical things you can do to better protect your time so that you invest it and actually get a return personally and professionally. If you'd like to learn more about what it looks like to become a member of Living Your One Thing so you too can participate in these, head on over to theonething.com slash community. That's with the number one in the URL, theonething.com slash community. With that, let's get into this episode with Will Hart.
Eating healthy is an investment. It's an investment in yourself, but it also often requires an investment of your time. But good news is Factor has delicious ready-to-eat meals that are ever fresh and never frozen. They're chef-created, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. With Factor, you can choose from a weekly menu of up to 35 options, including popular things like Calorie Smart or Keto Direction or Protein Plus or Vegan and Veggie. Also discover 60 more add-ons every week like breakfast on the go, lunch snacks, beverages to help you stay fueled, feel good all day. And we know our listeners here at The One Thing are focused on health and health goals. That's why we choose to partner with Factor. And if you visit factormeals.com slash 150 and use code 150, you can get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. Again, that's factormeals.com slash ONE50 and use code ONE50 to get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. All right, everybody, welcome to our training today on time blocking. Excited to dive in. This is going to be highly interactive. There's going to be three parts to this. Part one is going to be me, just high-level content for overview to make sure we're on the same page. We're going to quickly pivot into a member spotlight. Uh, We've got Will teed up. So Will, thanks for for participation today. And then we'll open it up at the end to, to actually apply this to you. My goal, guess how many things I want you to walk away with to put into practice? Hold it up. That's right. One. The thing that I have discovered on my journey, how many of you have ever been in a conference or on a training and you take like a page of notes, you're like, I'm going to do all this stuff and you do none of it. Or you might do a few of them and you beat yourself up because you didn't do it, do everything. Yet in this community, we're, we're a crazy group of people that actually believe that the path to achieving extraordinary things is not by doing everything, but by doing the most important thing. And so that's why we're here. My hope is that you can identify one thing that you can do such that by doing it, everything else when it comes to time blocking will be easier or unnecessary. So time blocking. What is time blocking? Put your answer in the chat box. What is, how, how would you describe time blocking to somebody? Managing my time, appointments for your most important activities, reserving time for what is most important to you, sanctifying a group of minutes. Ooh, Will. Dude, am I going to have to give you the mic drop award? You just keep this up, man. I will literally drop this thing. It will happen. Prioritizing my schedule to match my priorities, making an appointment with my goal in my calendar. I love it. Uh, You know, the way I think about time blocking, and you guys have already encompassed this, it's scheduling time with yourself to do what matters most. And how many of us have ever scheduled an appointment with another person ever? If so, give me your best Vanna White, elbow, elbow, wrist, wrist. How many of us... We, we, we naturally have this muscle. We know how to flex this muscle. And when we have an appointment with another person, how often do we show up for that appointment? Give me a gladiator moment. Thumbs up. If yes, thumbs down. If no. If you have an appointment with another person, do you tend to show up? Yes. Let's do it again. If you have an appointment with yourself, do you tend to show up consistently? <laughs> no. Why is that? Why are we so good at saying yes to everybody else, but not saying yes to ourselves? It's because while it's simple, it doesn't mean it's easy. In the chat box, what are the three things that Gary and Jay suggest that we time block in order of priority? If we could only do one, what would it be? Time off. Why? Why does it matter that we block our time off first? What happens if you don't take it? So we get to recharge. We avoid burnout. You know, I remember when Jay, Jay shared with me that the way that Gary viewed his, his year is he just said, I'm going to place my time off in the calendar. 
regardless of knowing where I'm going to go or not, I'm just going to place those boulders in the stream. And then I'm just going to work in between vacations versus working and then trying to take a vacation. And it's such a, such a simple shift. Yet how many of you know what it feels like to go through the year just working hard, feeling like you're on the path to burnout, knowing you need a break, but not having it blocked? And how many of you have turned it on its head? You've placed the boulder in the stream. You've blocked that time off. And all of a sudden, it showed up and you're like, oh, I need it and I get to take it. Amen. Right? That happened to me literally last week. I needed it. I got it. That's why you're getting so much energy today. (laughs) If we don't take it, we burn out. Bottom line. What's the second thing we block time for? Your one thing. Now, how many of you out of curiosity have a clear one thing? How many of you do not have a clear one thing that stays the same? How many of you is your one thing shifting all the time? Yep, my hand goes up. So for us, your one thing, if for some people, like a salesperson, they sell. A writer, they write. And some of us is... How many of us are leaders inside of an organization? Hands up. If so, yeah. As leaders, oftentimes our one thing can shift. It's whatever the highest priority is for that day. So can we have time reserved for whatever that thing is? You've just got the time. And then finally, what's the third thing we block time for? Planning. Out of curiosity, I'm going to ask you to go to the chat box. How many of you already have established the weekly habit of having time to plan? If so, give me a one. If not, give me a two. And there's no judgment in this. I just want to know where we're at. Okay, cool. So it's probably 60-40, yes to no. And for those of you that are in the yes camp, awesome. For those of you that are in the no camp, don't beat yourself up. This is a journey. But here's the beauty. You know, Fast forward, I've been a practice leader of these for five and a half years. And I say practice leader because I am absolutely practicing. By no means have I arrived at mastery. I fail every week. I have acted out of priority today. It's already happened. Yet, once you taste clarity, once you taste real clarity, knowing what your most important priorities are, and actually having a calendar that reflects your priorities, it's like that weight that we've been carrying around. You just set it down. You give yourself the permission to set it down. And when you go back, how many of you have gone through the rhythm of having a weekly time block? Maybe you've updated your 411. And then you had a week where you didn't do it. And you just reacted. If so, hands up if you've done that. How does it feel when you go from living in clarity to living in chaos? How does that shift? Yeah, it's palpable. The purpose of today is to bring us back to the basics. The things, just the time, the the, the, the timeless, simple truths. Having time off, having time blocked for your one thing, having time blocked to plan, and everything else is everything else. If you want to run around the rest of the day like a chicken with your head cut off, showing up to every meeting, checking email, multitasking, you do you. But you won't. You won't do it. Because once you know what it feels like to have time blocked for you to do what matters most, once you have time blocked to plan to make sure you have real clarity and perspective, you just don't go back. So let me ask you a question. Out of everything when it comes to time blocking, where do you need help most right now? Put that answer in the chat box. Anything related to work? So Michelle, when you say anything related to work, what does that mean exactly? Sticking to the time block, blocking time out for your one thing, committing to it, uh protecting it. 
Hmm, quantifying the time needed to block. I like that. Staying on track, protecting the time block. Okay, cool. So this is this is all very aligned, and this is why I'm really glad we have Will here today because he's in your shoes. It's all the same thing. So Will, say hi. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me. Give us your best Vanna White, my friend. Nah, man, I ain't doing no Vanna White. <laughs> Look at him. He doesn't struggle. He doesn't struggle saying no. <laughs> so good. So good. So, Will, how can we invest our time with you? What would bring the most impact for you? The most impact? Um, man, I, I think just helping me to stick to what I've learned from, from, from one, the One Thing publication, man. It's a lovely book. I keep going back to it as a reference, but I'm still not there yet. I love what you said about um, tasting real clarity. That's what I'm after. I don't know if I'll get that now, but I want to be on the path to that. Challenge accepted. When you say what you've done so far, what have you started doing? Well, I uh, started going through some of the courses in in the membership area. I did my 411, but guess what? I forgot about it and (laughs) it got lost somewhere on my computer. So uh, I'm I'm about there. I'm there having my 411 and not looking at it. (laughs) So when when it comes to time blocking... I'm just I'm going through the checklist. And, and when I'm asking these questions to Will, for everybody else who's here, I'm asking these questions of you as well. So Will, between now and the end of the year, do you have all your vacations blocked? Always. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. For everybody who's on here, if we looked at your calendar, would we see your vacations blocked between now and the end of the year? Just give me a yes or no in the chat box. Just helps me know where we're at. Did you always do this, Will? Or is this a, a new thing that you've implemented? Oh man, we've done this for at least four or five years. At least four or five years. What yeah, we always think about the last two weeks of the year and our anniversary year, wedding anniversary is uh is is big for us. So I love that. What what value has that brought for you? Oh man, it's the value I'd say is knowing that my wife and I have time set aside for just us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have kids, but really no one else is gonna enter our lives during those times. So that that's great value for us. I love that. I love that. Do you have time blocked on a weekly basis, even if it's just once for your one thing, whatever you deem to be the highest priority? Uh, yes. I felt hesitation there. Man, actually, no, no. I think I have it. <laughs> I know what my one thing is sometimes, like it's like you mentioned earlier, that it shifts. But when I look at my calendar, no, it's not there. No. Okay. Cool. I appreciate the transparency. I don't yeah. even lie. And I tried to get away with one. Man, you see how bad I am at lying? Yeah. <laughs> I, counter to my wife's belief, I'm actually pretty good at listening. <laughs> so on a weekly basis, do you have time blocked to plan? I have that on my calendar. Yes. And what are you not saying there that you should be saying? I don't stick to it. That, okay, that's, there it is. That's my problem. I don't stick, I don't stick to anything. You know. Okay, cool. Like, so, so you're getting the things blocked, but you're not necessarily sticking to it. Yep. Um, let's dive in on the one thing. Do you have a consistent one thing or does it shift? It shifts. Okay. Knowing your schedule, I'm wondering, what's the time that you can block? Like, What's that ideal time for you to invest in your one thing that you actually think you can stick to? What comes to uh, mind? You mean the time of day? Sure. Oh, the morning. The morning. I, I, I keep... For, actually, I mean, in reality, I, my mornings are sacred to me. It's like I keep those open. I might not put anything on it, but I'll keep it open. So it's kind okay. of blocked for openness. <laughs> okay. 
that's fine. So you have time to invest in what you choose. It's just not as focused and as intentional yet. Yes, that's it. What time do you leave open for yourself in the mornings? From 8 to 11. That's pretty good. And if I had followed you around with a camera for the last 30 days, how often would I see you actually honoring that three-hour block versus letting other things creep in? A very few times. As I said, I, it, it's, it's time that I keep open until I need to put something in there. But it's not so, one thing. So very few times that you honor it or very few times that you let something in? Very few times that I honor it. Awesome. Out of curiosity, for those of you who are here, how many of you is Will describing you? If so, put me in the chat box. Okay, majority of people. You're in good company, my friend. So I, I, I keep reinforcing this because uh, we, need to, we need to celebrate progress over perfection. You're not going to be perfect. I'm not perfect. And I get to fail publicly on a weekly basis. And light years better than I used to be. What's the one thing you can do to improve in this specific area? I think the one thing that I can do is to, man, when I completed my 411, I watched that, uh, you you did kind of this thing with the person with the 411. I love that. I did my 411 and I stopped there. So pick up my 411 and, and honor that by putting it on the calendar. That's so time out. When you said I did my 411 and I stopped there, what did yeah. you not do that you should have done? I did not block the time on my calendar so that I can accomplish those goals. Or those priorities. Got it. Yes. How many of yes. you have ever how many of you have ever done a 411? If so, put 411 in the chat box. How many of you have done a 411 but you did not time block those priorities? If so, put me. <laughs> So this was super interesting when we started, uh, when we were over the course of time, as we've been learning how to better help people live the one thing, we got people to start updating a weekly 411. Yet people still weren't achieving their priorities. And when we dug in and tried to identify why, it was so simple. People did a 411, but they didn't time block their priorities. It's why the model is identify your one thing, time block your one thing, protect your time block. Identify your one thing. That's what the 411 helps you do. What are those priorities in order of priority? Time block them. Make sure your calendar reflects them. Then once it's on there, now we get to work on how do we actually start to say no to things for a select period of time so we say yes to what matters most. Are you still updating a weekly 411, Will, or no? I did my 411 probably three weeks ago. So no, I'm not. So you got two paths here, and this is for everybody. The 411 is an 18th domino. It's that domino that could knock over the Leaning Tower of Pisa. And while the Leaning Tower is in fact leaning, none of us could run and knock it down. It's too big. So for a lot of people, they hear of the 411 and say, that's going to be my one thing. I'm going to start there. Well, you might be there and you might not be. So every single person on here, you need to evaluate if the 411 is the correct domino for you right now. If it is, awesome. Immense clarity. If it's not, give yourself permission to go smaller. Because Will, when you fire up your computer, what's the first thing you do? Um, The first thing I do is... Well, 
I kind of meditate and read before I fire up my computer. Good. <laughs> and I purposely avoid my email. So I'll actually hold I'll on, hold on, hold on. There you go. You deserve that. You deserve oh. How many of you on here when you fire up your computer, the first thing you do is you check your email. So give me a number one in the chat box. It's super common. So you actually read and meditate before you fire up the computer. So this is going to be easier for you than, than everyone else. If you choose to go down the path of every week having a time block for planning where you update a 411 and you time block those priorities, just slate it into that 8, that 8 to 11 window or that 9 to 11 window. And dude, you show up, you check your calendar. It's going to tell you what to do. Just fo- Your job is to follow your calendar. If you're not at that level yet, the thing I would encourage you to do is before you fire up your computer, just ask the question, what's my one thing today? Of all the things I could do today, what's the one that would deliver the biggest impact? You search for that answer. You don't even need to look at your calendar because you already know you've got the window. Just start whacking away at the domino. Do you think that's something you can do? Yes, that's something I can do. Here's what's going to happen. Asking that question every day, you're going to find is exhausting because it's really taxing on the brain. That's when you'll get the motivation to actually do the 411 because only once a week do you have to sit down and get clarity on your priorities for the whole week. Then your job is to just check your 411. You got that window of time. You look at your 411. You go to number one and go, okay, let's start whacking away. And then the next day, you're looking at number two and you're whacking away. The next day, you're looking at number three, you're whacking away. You've already got the window of time. But what I'm hearing from you, sir, is you're not clear on what you should be saying yes to, which makes it hard to say no to the things that are popping up. Mm -hmm. Is that a fair assessment? That's true. Yeah. Cool. So recap for me, what's the one thing you can do to better time block or execute your one thing on a daily basis? Ask the question, what's my one thing today? Cool. And and put it on the calendar ahead of that, ahead of that, cool. ahead of the day. That's great. That's great. Like you can literally just start there, test that for the rest of the week. And then when so you you do currently have a weekly planning time block, you just don't honor it. Is that correct? Oh yeah, I do. Do you have a model for well, why do you think you're not honoring it? Probably because it's on Friday. <laughs> Dude, mine, mine's on Friday too, but I do it. <laughs> I don't, I, when I look at it, I'm like, hey, that's Friday. I, I, I haven't respected that thing in a long time, but it's been there. It's so, been when there, should you, so, so is, is Friday the best day for you to plan? They're clearly not. No. <laughs> so you either are moving it up to Thursday or you're pushing it to the weekend. Mm. Which would you prefer? Thursday. Yep. Okay. I need to be I need to be in fl- in the flow in, in when would be the ideal time for you to execute on that? I think the ideal time would be, ooh, maybe in the morning. Here's what's kind of interesting about this. I, think the morning. I do mine Friday mornings. Here's what I personally have found. This is just my self-talk. I'm not projecting on you. Mm-hmm. When I do my planning time on Friday mornings, I look at my 411 for last week and I ask, what were my priorities? How did I do? And I go, crap, I haven't done half of them. Well, how do I feel about that? That's unacceptable. Well, based on that, what can I do differently? I'm getting them done right now. And I get my priorities knocked out because all of a sudden, it's like the day before vacation. It's like, gotta go. And then I 
update my 411 for the next week. I have real clarity on what those priorities are. And I open up the calendar and I block that time. Or now I actually have an assistant who does that. But I think if you do this on Thursday, you're going to find one, you're going to execute your priorities for the current week at a higher level. You'll get them done. And two, you'll actually have clarity on what next week should look like. And you're going to start knocking those things down. You're going to build a lead. Mm -hmm. So you've already got your vacations blocked. Check. Mm -hmm. Two, you already have a window of time to do your one thing. You just need to start asking the question after you read and meditate, what's my one thing for today? And just start whacking away at that. And three, block a weekly Thursday planning time. Just look back on the week. Ask how to do. What can I do differently? And get your clarity on your priorities for the upcoming week and block it. Yeah. I like that. Actually, I think Friday morning might even be might be even better. Cool. Give it a go. Yeah. See how it works. This is not set in stone. This is yeah. flexible. You just need to figure out what works for you. The thing that I'm that I want to hear from you is just more a commitment to beginning the path of mastery. It's not about the destination, it's about the journey. Can you just start iterating every single week to get better? Yeah. Is that something you can do? Yep. Boom shakalaka. All right. For everybody who was watching that, what was your aha? What did you just learn? I need to change Friday PM to early Friday AM. Love that, Catherine. And in full transparency, sometimes that time does get sniped for me, but more often than not, it doesn't. It's a great way to start the day. I need to pick a better planning day. Yeah, if your t- if your day or your time's not working, it's either you you suck at protecting it or it's the wrong time. Really look at what will work within your schedule. Yeah, it's what's the one thing I can do, not the one thing I should do. I need to execute the commitment I make to myself. Love that, Mark. Planning to early Friday morning. There you go, Christoph. That the four one one is reducing the mental energy toll of asking the focusing question. Oh, it's so true. If every day you're like, oh, what are all the things I could do, and which of them is number one? Pretty quick, you're gonna go. That four one one seems a lot easier. Time to recover. I love that. Your environment must support your goals, and that applies to me as well. I love that, folks. So here's here's the final thing that I will I will share with you. This is something that I will review at a high level. And then I will give you as um, something to consider for homework. I would encourage you to take a piece of paper and to actually create a model for your time. And here's what I mean by this. This is a really cool exercise. Andrea, if you can spotlight me for everybody, for everybody watching in the top right-hand corner, click view, then speaker, so that my screen is nice and big. So if you literally just draw six vertical lines, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Great. We now have the days of the week. And then I just draw three horizontal lines where this one's early morning, morning, that represents noon, afternoon, and then this is PM. And this is just a matter of asking like, this is only a weekly basis, so vacation doesn't count. But ask the question, when on a weekly basis do I think I can have time blocked for my one thing? In an ideal world, you'd have time blocked every day. And I'm here to give you permission to go small. Even if you just start with one day, like, hey, it's going to be Tuesday morning. I'm going to have blocked for my lead domino. I'm just going to start there. Cool. If you can do it on Tuesday and do it consistently, you might learn how to do it on Wednesday. I will tell you, my Mondays is not a one thing day for me. 
it's team huddles, it's 411s. It, the highest priority would likely fall to the afternoon for me. And what day would be the ideal time for you to have your planning? I know for me, it's early morning Friday. And here's what's cool about this. Show me what other appointments I have blocked for the week. You can't. It's a blank slate. But here's what's cool about this. If we then go and look at my digital calendar, it is a whole different story. My digital calendar looks very different. That's my week. But here's what's interesting. I've come up with this model for my time and actually gotten to the point where... Where, where are we? Ideal work week. This is 5 years of me hitting the, the, the time-blocking gym and learning to flex the muscle. In an ideal world, Monday morning is people. Afternoon is either corporate implementation or driving growth. My 411 with Jay. Tuesday mornings is ideally thinking time. Then time for me to do a workshop. Then time for me to drive revenue. Time to drive revenue. Be on podcasts. Like I've just gotten clear on what... Look at that. Planning time. How about them apples? Oh yeah, baby. Now, when an appointment comes in, I actually hold it up against the model for the time and ask the question, how does it work? I don't stick to it perfectly, but I'm at least clear that what I should be saying yes to versus seeing a blank space and just blindly saying yes. So for you, and it started by me starting small. Can I have a time block for my one thing? Can I have a planning time block? And over years, I've learned to flex the muscle to the point that I can say, okay, this is people. This is lead gen. This is going to be lead gen. This is going to be lead gen. This is going to be thinking. I just did this. I handed it to my assistant and she created that model. But make no mistake, it's because I started here and did those really well that it's expanded to what I just showed you. Path to getting everything you want is to get how many things at a time? One thing at a time. So think big and go what? Think big, go small, and trust what? The dominoes will fall. So based on this conversation, what's the one thing you can do such that by doing it, everything else would be easier or unnecessary? What's the one thing you can do so when I see time block, let's get more specific. Time block what? Journal. Okay. Very first thing I listed, Dave, on my calendar, just time block for my one thing. Look at my 411 when I get to the office. I love that, Ruben. Time block one thing. Yeah. And Jill, that can be one time block for the entire week. If you do two, extra credit. Go get yourself a cherry for that ice cream sundae. But the, the mark of success is if you do it once. Time for planning my week ahead. Gerald, that will change your life. You will taste clarity. You will not want to go back. Asking the focusing question. First thing, love it, Lisa. Check my, check my 411 before check my email is an easy one. It will change your life. Print my 411. So simple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At the start of the time block, ask, what's the one thing I should start with that time block? Love that. All right. For all the members... Thanks for investing your time with us. And here's the deal. It's only an investment if you do what you said you were going to do. Knock it down once. Make it an ROI. Prove to yourself you can do it. Then you get to evaluate if you want to do it again. Well, there you have it. Our conversation with Will Hart, one of our members of Living Your One Thing. 
folks, we hope you enjoyed going through this training. This was not just a podcast episode. This was an opportunity for you to do the work. Because if you did, I promise you will find that you can better control your time this coming week, which means you get to invest it instead of spending it. You get to achieve the most important things and everything else, you earn the right to get there. But at the end of the day, you feel a sense of satisfaction because you know you accomplished what mattered most. The interesting thing about this is the one thing is, is really simple. It is the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. And as you heard, it doesn't mean it's easy. Every single one of us has challenges that, that stop us from having clarity or stop us from accomplishing the most important things. Yet, being surrounded by a group of people who are equally committed to living this, who come together, ask themselves the questions and follow a path of mastery, focusing on making progress every single day and giving up this idea of perfection. That's what allows you to achieve extraordinary results. For those of you who are currently members of Living Your One Thing, we genuinely appreciate you being on the journey with us. It is an absolute honor. And for those of you who are not yet members, consider joining us. Go to the onething.com slash community. And when you sign up and let us know where you need help as well, and we can point you to the next workshop that will help you solve that problem. If this episode has brought value to you, please think of somebody who needs to hear it and share it with them. If you're new to the podcast, click the subscribe button so all future episodes will automatically be downloaded to your device. And while you're at it, please consider leaving us a rating and review on your podcast player of choice. It genuinely helps us reach more people and live our purpose, which is to help you better invest your time so you can achieve extraordinary results. I'm your host, Jeff Woods. We look forward to being with you in the next episode.